Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, October 19, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Big down day. The market is in a precarious position, if I said that word correctly. Why do I say that? Well, there's a couple of things going on. There's more than a couple of things going on. You have the Jerry Powell speech today, interest rate situation, all that stuff, fear of higher rates, rate hike coming, not done yet. All that stuff is on the table. You also have a war in the Middle East. The interest rate thing is not necessarily a new thing to the market. However, an escalation of the war will be a new thing to the market. And one thing's for sure, if you get a real heavy escalation and it happens in one fell swoop, the market won't go up that day. And here's where we are. I gave the live room members a number today of 424.50. Now, they didn't get there. And I said, if they started getting below 427, that was the place. That's the next place that if they get below, it's going to open the door to get back down to the lows over here, below the 200-period moving average, which they never hit. It's no longer support, and you get into the rubber band stretched situation. Now, let's put something else on the table. Today was the anniversary of the 1987 crash. Now, that doesn't mean there's going to be a market crash today or any other day. They happen very infrequently. However, the anniversaries always have me raising my antennas. It's one of those ominous days in history, so I pay attention. Well, that was a Black Monday. You're really going to get a Black Thursday during regular way options expiration week? Not so sure. You didn't get it today. Fair enough. Could you still get something heavy with a combination of the war situation, the fear, the quick trigger fingers, Buying begets buying, but selling begets selling as well at times. You start getting below these lows and the rubber band stretch situation is on the table. What about the flip side situation? What do we have on the flip side situation? Remember, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. I'm not here, nor should you be here to have a bias to the markets. We analyze them day by day. We take them at face value. We look at both sides. Here's the other side. Could this be an A leg up off the bottom, a B leg pullback retracement of the A leg, and then one more time you have a rally in a C leg that completes officially above the high of the A leg. Now that is still on the table, so we don't know whether... It will or it won't take place, but keep in mind, this is regular way options expiration week where weird stuff happens and you can't define weird stuff until after the fact. What I'm saying is I've done this. I've seen this routine before. This could be a retracement, a pullback, and another leg higher in scheme of a big time shakeout operation sponsored by none other than Trick and Company, the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew, their job is to make as many investors and traders look like fools as much of the time as possible.
the furtherance of the bear case is this was just a bounce and a downtrend anyway, lower highs, and the bears are out there saying, yeah, that's what was supposed to happen. The weekly chart's also interesting because they were making a bearish, wedgish thing. We talked about it during the week, and it all depends on where they close the week on Friday afternoon, tomorrow. They also came up short of the 100-period moving average at the time. Now you have a convergence of moving averages on a spike-the-low situation. There's some market symmetry working here as well. Those of you that have taken the class Lazy E-Mini Trader will have a beat on exactly what kind of symmetry we're looking at. Back above the 20-period moving average is the flip side situation. Doesn't look so promising today. Looked a whole lot better yesterday. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Anybody make money today? Post it under the video in the comments section. Live room, inside the numbers. Did the numbers work? Yes or no? Let's check out exactly what were the numbers posted at 0 dark 30 this morning. We're going to go over a few things. You're going to get the point real quick. And then what I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. You can read the rhetoric yourself. We're going to start with the bear case right over here. Mrs. Market left some unfinished business hanging yesterday. The spot is 428.70. Let's focus on that for a moment. We think better in pictures right of the vertical is today's activity. The horizontal blue line is right at 428.70. And if you were in the live room, you heard me say, just let them do it. Have the patience. We had other traders putting in the chat box. All kinds of numbers going on. All kinds of stuff going on. I stuck to the number. We got paid accordingly. First, they gave us the scalp with potential. They rode it for a while. Many traders stayed on board for the ensuing rocket ride. Now you'll see this EKG whipsaw chop shop formation activity is all around Jerry's speech at the New York Economic Club. Not exactly my crowd. You'll notice the low in this candle was exactly 428.70 or 71 to the penny. This one here in the morning session the low was 428.67. So once again, no trader had any heat per se, no sweat and bullets in a trade. But wait, there's more. Just below is another important number, 427.70, around 427.70. These numbers have margin of error of a few pennies on either side. Of course, that's why we call it a give or take. How you doing? The low in this candle happens to be 427.72 and then the ensuing rocket ride away. Know your numbers. But wait, there's more. The flip side, the bull case getting above and staying above 430.50, which opens the door for a visit and a test at 432. Now, this became the pivot. You'll see that as we go up farther. This was the layout before the opening bell. 430.50, above the door is open for 432. Back to the chart. This is our pivot. 430.50, right in here. This is where the market opened. They hung around. So below is bearish, above is bullish. So here's the upside stuff. We'll get back to that in a little while. 
The flip side is getting below 430.50, which opens the door to push towards yesterday's low around 429 and change. There's unfinished business at 4, which is support and would be a bounce back in the other direction area during the morning rush. 427.70 is the next number down, creating a buy zone. They both worked independent of one another. You already saw it. This is the pre-market layout at 852. 921.430.50 is our pivot. The rest is history. Where was resistance today? 432, give or take. Look at the candle from Jerry's speech. They hit both numbers, the downside number and the upside number. Not in this five-minute candle, but the upside number and the downside number down here. Which means, know thy numbers. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double-check the work. It's all in here. Everything starting from zero dark 30, long before the opening bell rings. We had a laundry list of stocks on the move, CCI, BX, SLG, SMTC, FL, and EFX. The bottom two did not hit their entry objectives. SMTC jumped the first target. We'll take a look at some charts and see what actually happened. About Crown Castle, talk about the numbers work. The low in this candle, 85 bucks even. My number was 85.06. The bounce, they gave you the deal. If a trader didn't like this because they were hovering over it, that's fine. I'm just pointing out the numbers work. When you look at a 15-minute chart, it looks slightly different. They were edging down, edging down. Finally, they just flushed them down. The old flush and recovery from where? From the number. Later in the day, no dice. This is the trade you want. They did the deal and then some. SL Green, SLG, a lot of participation on this on the live room as well. They came almost to the second number, but you could see immediately just a rip-roaring rocket ride right back up in the other direction. They provided the base hit and then some. All in all, gave you more than a buck off the first level. Nice trade. Semtech, SMTC opened below the first level. Second level really didn't work, so this was kind of a dud per se. What's going on over in Camp IWM? New lows, no new news, still have a target around 164. That doesn't mean they have to stop there. That means that's the target from the official head and shoulders formation. Relative weakness once again against the S&P. Favorite market leading indicator, downtrend. There's no good news here for the IWM. There's no signs of a bottom. It's more clear on the weekly chart. You can see there's pivots and that's it. There's really nothing else here and they're teetering in a downtrend below all the moving averages. There will be bounces, there will be snapbacks, but it's a bounce in a downtrend if it is until they get to the target or they get back above those moving averages. It just so happens that the head and shoulders target around 164 is right around this low here, a little bit higher, right around this low here. So there's a lot of interest down in that area you could expect a bounce. It doesn't guarantee one. Here's the monthly chart. Look what happens when you don't get one. The 100 period moving average is no longer support. Would have been support back in here in 2022. But now since they wrote it, we talked about this a million times. This is a bearish, flaggish, wedgish, you could call it whatever you want. 
They've been going sideways for all this time. Now they're testing the low end of the range again. Once they break the low end of the range, there's a floodgate that can open up and certainly you can spike below 148, 149, 150 in that general area slash ballpark. About the folks down at the transportation department, Buttigieg's crew. They got to this place. It's a give or take. It's a breakout area. They came up short and bounced away, but they got to this place. Second favorite market leading indicator, favorite canary in the coal mine. Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. You can see more clearly on a weekly chart. For example, see this area here where they rode this same around this line. That's what I'm saying. They tried to break above. They came back below. They tried it again and they rode it and they couldn't get above. And then when they finally did, here they come again. So this is an important area, which means call it like a pivot below the market can stay somewhat buoyant slash bullish below. It can open the floodgates for more selling. They're at a really, really important spot right now. We'll see where the week closes by Friday afternoon. What about the Q people below the moving averages? The 200's too far away. The trend is your friend. It's broken trend for sure. This could be a pullback. You have a big time breakup candle. You have all these lows here. So therefore, 355, give or take, is going to be really, really important because if you start breaking down these lows, it opens the door down to this 200 period moving average. Not all at once, but that would be the look on the chart. And when you look at the weekly chart, you can see here they're riding the 20 period moving average, not able to recapture it. It's a bearish, wedgish kind of looking pattern. And guess what? If it falls, symmetry brings you down here anyway. High, lower high, lower high. You take the market at face value, that's where she is. No change with the financials. Bearish day along with most everything else. Crack below this low, the 200 period moving average. And guess what? Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. Symmetry plays out down to 26.65 on a flush, or it could take a while to get there, but that's where they would be headed. No different in Smash Mouth. All these charts look similar to the same. They're right around this breakup candle. Next stop, these lows, 200 period moving average. If she stays weak below all the moving averages, she is weak, at least the ones up here. You take a cue from the weekly chart, same routine where they're riding the weekly chart, 20 period moving average, similar to the cues. Well, if this is going to fall, where's it going to fall? It's going to come down to the last breakout area coinciding with the 50 period moving average. This is the bear case, 132 and change. You can't say there's a bull case until they recapture the 20 period moving average. Be the umpire calling balls and strikes. And by the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.